Good morning, everyone. It's time for another edition of Transformation Radio. Something looking for a light, trying to find the truth. But we give them doubt, saying we do something we don't. Hurting people, saying we do things that we won't. Wolfing sheep's clothing with a cross on his chest. Taking people money, promising to be blessed. But power to the chosen people who at one point wasn't viewed as an equal. His own chosen people, royal priesthood. That you've been called out of the darkness Into the marvelous light Do you know who you are? Wasn't viewed as an equal. 
And now as we turn our attention once again to the reading of the New Testament, the scripture today will be from the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 1 through 25. We actually begin reading the book of Luke for the first time today. And here is an overview of what we'll be reading about in the New Testament. Luke tells Jesus' story from the unique perspective of a Gentile, a physician, and the first historian of the early church. Though not an eyewitness of Jesus' ministry, Luke nevertheless was concerned that eyewitness accounts be preserved accurately and that the foundations of Christian belief be transmitted intact to the next generation. In Luke's gospel are many of Jesus' parables. In addition, more than any other gospel, it gives specific instances of Jesus' concern for women. There was a lot of interest in Jesus. Many people had written first-hand accounts about him. Luke may have used these accounts and all other available resources as material for an accurate and complete account of Jesus' life, teachings, and ministry. Because truth was important to Luke, he relied heavily on eyewitness accounts. Christianity doesn't say, close your eyes and believe, but rather, check it out for yourself and you'll believe. The Bible encourages you to investigate its claims thoroughly because your conclusion about Jesus is really a life-and-death matter. We'll read about a guy named Theophilus. This uh, name means one who loves God. The book of Acts, also written by Luke, is likewise addressed to Theophilus. This preface that we'll be reading here may be a general dedication to all Christian readers. Theophilus may have been Luke's patron, who helped to finance the book's writing. Or more likely, Theophilus was a Roman acquaintance of Luke's with a strong interest in the new Christian religion. Now, uh, as a medical doctor, Luke, Dr. Luke, knew the importance of being thorough. He used his skills in observation and analysis to thoroughly investigate the stories about Jesus. His diagnosis? The good news of Jesus Christ is true. You can read Luke's account of Jesus' life with confidence that it was written by a clear thinker and a thoughtful researcher. Because the good news is founded on historical truth, our spiritual growth must involve careful, disciplined, and thorough investigation of God's Word so that we can understand how God has acted in history. If this kind of study is not part of your life, find a pastor, a teacher, or even a book to help you get started and to guide you through this important part of Christian growth. We'll also read here today that God answers prayers in His own way and in His own time. He worked in what we would consider an impossible situation, Elizabeth's age and barrenness, two big strikes against a woman trying to have a baby. But he did this to bring about the fulfillment of all the prophecies concerning the Messiah and to prove that he's God. If you want to have your prayers answered, you got to be open to what God can do in impossible situations. And you must wait for God to work in his way and in his time. Now, angels are spirit beings. They appear here in Scripture today as we read. Angels are spirit beings who live in God's presence and do His will. Only two angels are mentioned by name in all of Scripture, Michael and Gabriel. But there are many who act as God's messengers. Well, here, Gabriel delivered a special message to Zechariah, and this was not a dream or a vision. The angel appeared in visible form and spoke audible words to the priest. This is a very exciting passage of Scripture we'll be reading today, so let's get started as we look once again into the New Testament. March 13th, the New Testament, Luke chapter 1, verses 1 through 25. 
Many people have set out to write accounts about the events that have been fulfilled among us. They used the eyewitness reports circulating among us from the early disciples. Having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I also have decided to write a careful account for you, most honorable Theophilus, so you can be certain of the truth of everything you were taught. When Herod was king of Judea, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abijah, and his wife Elizabeth was also from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, careful to obey all of the Lord's commandments and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to conceive, and they were both very old. One day Zechariah was serving God in the temple, for his order was on duty that week. As was the custom of the priests, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. While the incense was being burned, a great crowd stood outside praying. While Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the incense altar. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth, and he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, and he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man now, and my wife is also well along in years. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It was He who sent me to bring you this good news. But now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born, for my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the sanctuary, wondering why he was taking so long. When he finally did come out, he couldn't speak to them. Then they realized from his gestures and his silence that he must have seen a vision in the sanctuary. When Zechariah's week of service in the temple was over, he returned home. Soon afterward, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months. How kind the Lord is, she exclaimed. He has taken away my disgrace of having no children. Psalm 56, verses 1 through 13. Well, this psalm we'll be reading here today is probably written on the same occasion as Psalm 34, when David fled from Saul to Philistine territory. He had to pretend insanity before Achish when some servants grew suspicious of him. David stated, What can mere mortals do to me? How much harm can people do to us? They can inflict pain, suffering, and even death. But no person can rob us of our souls or our future beyond this life. How much harm can we do to ourselves? 
The worst thing we can do is to reject God and lose our eternal life. Jesus said, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Instead, we should fear God, who controls this life and the next. Even in our deepest sorrow, God cares. Jesus reminded us further of how much God understands us. Even the hairs on our head are all numbered. Often we waver between faith and fear. When you feel so discouraged that you're sure no one understands, remember that God knows every problem and sees every tear. Psalm 56, verses 1 through 13. For the choir director, a psalm of David, regarding the time the Philistines seized him in Gath, to be sung to the tune, Dove on Distant Oaks. O God, have mercy on me, for people are hounding me. My foes attack me all day long. I am constantly hounded by those who slander me, and many are boldly attacking me. But when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. I praise God for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? They are always twisting what I say. They spend their days plotting to harm me. They come together to spy on me, watching my every step eager to kill me. Don't let them get away with their wickedness. In your anger, O God, bring them down. You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. This I know. God is on my side. I praise God for what He has promised. Yes, I praise the Lord for what He has promised. I trust in God. So why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? I will fulfill my vows to you, O God, and will offer a sacrifice of thanks for your help. For you have rescued me from death. You have kept my feet from slipping. So now I can walk in your presence, O God." in your life-giving light. Proverbs 11, verse 8 The godly are rescued from trouble, and it falls on the wicked instead. Two months is too little They let him go They had no sudden healing To think that providence would Take a child from his mother While she prays is appalling Who told us we'd be rescued what has changed and why should we be saved from nightmares? We're asking why this happens to us who have died to live. It's unfair. This is what it means to be held. How it feels when the sacred is torn from This is what it is to be loved and to know that the promise 
This concludes today's broadcast. I pray that everyone who tuned in today was blessed by what they heard, and I hope you all have a wonderful day.